is there anyone that embodies a leader quite like Michael Backlund? Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to today's episode of Lockdown Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Valmosto, and I'm so happy you have decided to join us today. Today's episode is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash NHL, and when you enter promo code LOCKDOWNNHL, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler with any purchase, and today... We're talking about the Flames uh, naming Backland captain and, you know, building the case for him because I feel like it's an obvious choice. We have to talk about the rest of the leadership group and who that might consist of now. And, of course, bolstering the confidence of returning players. There are a lot of players that are coming back that, you know, they've rescinded their trade requests, uh, that didn't have a great time last year. And how can the organization really lift them up and get them to a, a spot where they, they're they thriving emotionally and career-wise, hockey-wise? But make sure you are subscribed to Locked on Flames for free. You know, it, it's free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcasts to get the latest episode as soon as it's available we're here for you, your team, every day. Much like Craig Conroy, Backland has spent his career learning from some of the best leaders. I think that Mark Giordano was an amazing captain. And, you know, he he had to lead the Flames through some tumultuous times, I would say. You know, I I don't think that they were... The best of times, and they certainly weren't the worst of times, but it's still the flames just coasting, you know? I feel like you got to have the heart and soul in order to power through that and to get your players and teammates to rally around you. So it is important to acknowledge that Backlund has been here his entire career, People are kind of skipping over him and naming Uyghur captain. Uh, You're jumping the gun a little prematurely, in my opinion. And again, that is because of... (sighs) Backlund has seen what it takes to be a captain here. He has... He worked alongside Gio and Sean Monaghan, who were so heavily involved in the Calgary uh, community, whether it be at Pride events or you know, just ceremonies and park openings and whatnot. Michael Backlund has done a lot of community outreach work. And it's not just, you know, the what feels like a PR move sort of thing. Like, okay, we're going to go take pictures with dogs down at the, the local uh, dog shelter or whatever, right? It is true, hard community work. He is always at community events. He was at the announcement of the new arena deal proposal. He was supposedly at the presser when Don Maloney gave his little speech and spiel about uh, Gerald Sutter's departure. And, of course, he does a lot of work 
uh, raising money for ALS research. And I think that that's, you know, important to acknowledge. Again, you know, I think Backland meets and exceeds every expectation when it comes to just being like a good guy, at least what we see. I, I know he's like still in Calgary right now. And I don't know if his kids are old enough to go to school, but I was kind of thinking, oh, maybe like they're just finishing up the school year here and then they're going to go back to Sweden. But regardless, he is still in Calgary. It's the, the season's been over for like six weeks. So, you know, he wasn't in a rush to get out of here. And I think another thing <laughs> with Backlund is knowing that he was not afraid to go toe-to-toe -to -toe with Daryl Sutter. Listen, I get it. We all said our piece on Twitter, on this podcast, on Reddit, wherever you were venting your frustrations about this season, Backlund was doing it face-to-face, -face, okay? And Mackenzie Weger was, you know, was on the podcast and saying, like, they, there were there were definitely some screaming matches, and they exchanged a few heated words. And I think you deserve a lot more than just a C on your jersey for doing that. Like, I I don't think they can like legally cut him a check for you know, but maybe a nice bottle of wine to commemorate your career season. I don't know, but <laughs> a lot of people have this notion that your captain has to be your best player and you know obviously with the Oilers you're going to name Connor McDavid captain because that is a very obvious choice he is the leader quite literally the face of your organization and I think back to when Eichel was the captain in Buffalo he was their best player but was he a, a good leader like was he a good leader I don't know. And that, I'm not talking about his, like, medical, um, like, pushing for medical autonomy. It just, I think things got kind of bad a little before that. But regardless, you want a player that you know is will, would go walk into war for you. You want your captain to be someone who is strong, who is not afraid to back down, who can advocate for you, who has a good enough relationship with the people and like the higher ups in the organization to know that, you know, your concerns will be taken seriously. And I think Backland is just, obviously he is one of the Flames best players, but that's not just why he's getting, or supposedly potentially named the captain you know there is a real case for him leading this team and I think last year's efforts really emphasize that and kind of put him ahead of everyone else that potentially you know if the organization was even thinking about naming a captain this summer or this season rather but coming up next we are going to talk about the rest of the leadership group and who, you know, might we consider part of that group. And before we do that, though, I do want to take a quick minute to talk to you about the comfiest shorts you will ever own. 
and those are bird dogs. Bird dogs are made of a stretchy fabric that are just, you don't have to worry about chafing. You don't have to worry about like that sweat. It, it's nice. There's a lot of ways that you can wear your bird dogs too. You know, um, I, I'm sure if you have a pair, you'll be wearing them this weekend while you're cooking up on the grill and you can wear them, you know, dress them, dress them up with a polo or just wear a casual t-shirt and, you know, rock whatever you want with them. They're comfortable, they're stylish, and they're everything you need in a pair of shorts. But right now with Bird Dogs, uh, we are, or they are offering you, our wonderful Locked On Flames listeners, a free tumbler with every purchase. All you have to do is use code LOCKEDONNHL for a free tumbler with every purchase. So go to birddogs.com slash LOCKEDONNHL and use promo code Locked on NHL for a free tumbler when you order. And thank you so much for hanging out with us on today's episode of Locked on Flames. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto because there's always something to say. And and I'm going to say it, so <laughs> you might as well follow along. I was thinking about this a lot. Mainly because... I remembered how excited Gaudreau was when he got to wear the A in the playoffs last year. I believe it was the game against the, like, the series against the Stars. But he got to wear the A and it was just kind of like this monumental moment for him because there, not that he wasn't a leader, but, he, you know, there, Sutter and other people saw other players as a little bit more leadership quality I guess and with the departures of Monahan and Kachuk we haven't talked about Sean Monahan on this podcast in a minute and he is getting a lot of airtime today <laughs> but with you know those two being gone and they were two of your alternate captains you you have room to add more cap alternative captains and Backlund and Chris Tanev are two of those players that are still remaining from the group. And I would say with this established group of veterans that have, you know, been here and established themselves in this locker room, I would say Tanev is going to remain part of that leadership group unless they trade him. And Backlund is obviously more than likely going to get promoted to, like, not just have the Calgary C, the Flaming C on his jersey, but, like, the actual C. And to me, I think Mackenzie Weger is the next shoe. Like, he is a shoe-in. This is a no-brainer to me because of how vocal he is. And, yes, opinionated people kind of get this reputation that, like, we're just always complaining or... You know, sometimes you just need to, like, shut up and sit back and let the grown-ups do their job. And I don't think that's the case. There is a reason. There is a reason everyone texted Mackenzie Weger after the, the proposal press conference. There is a reason. Because he wanted a new arena. He, not just for him, like, you know, you're not Veruga Salt over here, but he was advocating for upgraded playing space. And that's great. 
And I think that, you know, if he was, if he's vocal this so far, this off season, he's been very vocal, but imagine how vocal he was in the locker room. I, I think once that contract extension was signed, he was probably all in. He said, they, they can't move me. They can't move me. This coach can sit me. They can do whatever they want, but they can't move me. So I'm going to make myself known. And even if he didn't, you know, do that, he is someone that, again, <laughs> has advocated for a better work environment, uh, better working conditions, I guess. <laughs> a new arena, okay? Something a little more modern. And he was not very happy with Daryl Sutter as his coach, you know, he did kind of praise him and say, yeah, he's like one of the best coaches, but it wasn't really working for me. And I think that Uyghur isn't afraid to tell people you know, the like it is. He was always very good in media availabilities. It wasn't just like the typical cliche, like, oh, we just got to score. We just got to get pucks in net, blah, blah, blah. No, it was genuinely frustrating watching this team this year and you could tell that the players felt the same way and it, you weren't just going to get the same we just need to score more goals every time he stepped up to the podium or whatever and I think that along with him being an alternate captain he should absolutely be voted as a player rep for the PA I think that he is someone that has a obviously a strong voice and can make a difference. I, I don't know how the NHLPA operates, but based on my own experience, you need people that are going to just the squeaky wheel gets the oil. Is that the saying? Uh, whatever. You need someone that's going to do the job. And do it well. Not someone that's just there because they were voted to be there. And that, if that is something Uyghur is interested in, I say go for it, right? Huberto and Kadri are also two candidates for me. I think that Kadri is a good option because he is not some Kadri. And <laughs> he's come a long way. And I think that a lot of his kind of perseverance on ice and changing his game entirely and winning a Stanley Cup and being a point-per-game player has kind of molded him into a, a better situation. And he he was able to... Once he left Toronto, it was fine. Truly, like, Toronto was the problem. But I think that with Kadri, you know you're going to get someone that is honest, raw... I think that he brings a little bit more of uh, vulnerability to things as well. I think that he's not as closed off as some players may be. Again, this is just my interpretation of things. But he's also going to be here for a really long time. He's in it for the long haul. And same thing with Jonathan Huberto. I feel like this is another very obvious choice here. Because, number one, he's one of the best playmakers in the league last year. I don't want to talk about last year because we're, we cannot perseverate on it. We cannot change it. Yes, it happened. Makes the Matthew Kachuk trade look a lot worse than it actually is. And it's just, he is again, someone that 
has a voice that is respected. He has a, a he, he's represented by Alan Walsh. If there's one man that's gonna say something, it's Alan Walsh. So you might as well just kind of throw your hat in the ring there, to be entirely honest. But I think with Huberto, you're getting someone that has you know a, a valued opinion. People value what he has to say. He is an established player. I know, again, people are going to just harp on, well, last year, last year, last year. He was injured to start the year. And then he had a very bad coach that did not like him and played him off his off wing. And you know what he did? He did it without any complaints. He said, yeah, like, I, I probably stunk because I was on my off wing. And, you know, I, I haven't played like that my entire career. It was his agent that put up the fight and put made us made a scene about it. But either way, I think that there are more than enough players in this room to wear a letter. To just set themselves apart. And I don't want to say like they're not better than their teammates, but they're leaders that you can turn to them because you know that they have these qualities and they're good people and clearly they're wearing the A for a reason. And even if they're not wearing the A, you know you can still talk to players. And that's one of the biggest things that I've mentioned since Blake Coleman signed here in free agency was this room has so many different voices and it's great. But sometimes too many voices can kind of be a lot and you just need one. And I feel like Backlund's voice is that one. And then, you know, they, they there's a conglomerate there, right? That's That's the word I'm looking for. That feels like I'm using the word wrong. But there's a group of four or five players that, you know, you can go to for leadership issues, questions, things you don't want to tell your boss yourself. You know, whatever the choice may be, whatever is going on, I think that this locker room has seen enough <laughs> where it's okay anyone will listen to you. But I th I really do think that uh, Tanev and Uyghur are excellent candidates as well as Huberto and Kadri. I obviously Backlund is my pick for the, for the captain, but it's time to really name someone and someone that's going to make a difference and have that that has the experience as well. You know, Backlund's been here long enough. He knows the drill. And coming up next, we're going to talk more about rebuilding this team. Team's confidence, that is. And it, it's going to take a little bit. And that is A-OK. -okay. But before we do that, I do want to take a quick break to talk about FanDuel Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. I uh, have not placed any bets recently simply because I cursed Mika Zabinajab, but 
I'm definitely someone that would not uh, take the Celtics in seven, probably Heat in six, five maybe. <laughs> but the app is safe and secure and you get paid instantly. And there's no better place to bet on all the playoff action than America's number one sportsbook. Visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. Thank you so much, everyone, for hanging out with me today on Locked On Flames. This team, man, we, we've talked time and time again about how this organization is getting a facelift right now. They, they're kind of retooling as well. Absolutely not rebuilding. They're, they're trying to avoid that. Um, and potentially that's what they're going to do by the deadline. But anyways, <laughs> the, the biggest thing that I've noticed is the, the lack of fun players have been having. And I know people are going to say, well, it's the NHL. It's, you know, you're there to win the Stanley Cup and that's it. Okay, but like, you still have to have fun. You don't want to dread to come to work. I'm sorry. I don't care what kind of workplace you're in. I Do you know how miserable it is? How much anxiety that can cause? And especially these players that signed seven, eight-year deals, they're here for the long haul. They need to know that this organization is invested in them. They, so far, they've been really receptive. Clearly getting rid of the coach and bringing in new blood for a general manager it is a new start. It's a clean slate. No one's mistakes are being held against them. It's, you know, we're turning over a new leaf here. Every cliche and metaphor you can think of, it's happening. And the players have kind of... I mean, made it clear that if Daryl Sutter was still their coach, they wanted out. Well, they took care of that problem, right? And it's not, Calgary isn't as attractive as it was this time last year because this team didn't make the playoffs. So, you know, you have to find ways to make Calgary more attractive. And I, they're doing that. They are doing a lot to make sure that the, the the players are taken care of. I think that, you know, with Craig Conroy at the helm, it's going to be completely different in a very good way. I think that they're going to bring in more personnel that are a little bit more in, in tune with um, today's game and just how... <laughs> how people are you know your coach has to be an effective communicator and that is one thing that we did not see anything any of last year and that was effective communication I think it's very obvious that this team wants a captain they made it clear in their exit interviews I think that I completely forgot Rasmus Anderson in our uh in our last segment there about the leadership group, he would make an excellent alternate captain. But the players made it clear in their exit interviews that they 
they needed a, a, a true leader last year and ha not having a captain kind of made things a little worse. It didn't help the situation. And I get it. I don't think that Sutter wanted to name a captain because I don't think that he cares. I think he thinks it's probably just for optics, but choosing a coach that this team is somehow familiar with or they have a rapport with is going to be key simply because the devil you know is better than the devil you don't know and i i don't think that the flames should just go out there and find like an external candidate i do think that the candidate is an in-house candidate once again but are we going to see them make the right decision? Because, you know, they hit the nail on the head with Craig Conroy, but a hockey team getting two things right in a row just does, doesn't seem like it, it could ever happen. But choosing Gerard Gallant as your, as your coach is just like this dark cloud coming in and taking away any sunshine not because Gallant's like a I mean, bad person I don't, I don't know him personally or anything about him really but he is not the kind of coach that the players need he isn't I don't think like he's not a player's coach he doesn't care about the kids he doesn't he look what he did in New York he just he didn't care and now you know, the young kids in with the Rangers are kind of paying the price for it. And I really do believe that the Flames will make a decision and name a captain either like before the season, you know, for opening night. I think that that will absolutely be a thing that happens. And I, I think that's fine. I think that is more than fine. They, they deserve a leader. And it should be backland. You have to give some give the players something tangible and give giving them a reason to believe is like your first start in the confidence building. Like you have to go back and build this foundation. Everyone's trust is at different levels. Ownership didn't want to fire Daryl Sutter last year. So how do you know that if things get bad again? It doesn't have to be this season. It could be like three or four seasons from now. Ownership is going to listen to you. How do you not only take care of like the short-term issues, but the possible long-term ones? And those are definitely some topics we are going to talk about this summer as the off-season continues. We are here for you Monday through Friday, your team every day here on Locked on Flames. And thank you so much for hanging out with me on this Friday edition of the show. I will be back Monday. Yes, even though it's uh, an American holiday, I will be here. And we'll we'll see what we're talking about because, that again, that feels so far away. So have a good, safe weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Um, if you see Backland at the mall, say hi, be normal about it, um, and have a wonderful, wonderful 